creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Min Win. Hello, my name is Min Win, and you are listening to The Lightning Rod. So for today's lightning question, how do I talk to my professor about my mental health? I am struggling in classes. My assignments are falling behind because my mental health is really, really affecting my performance. What do I do in order to navigate this space? And how do I let my professor know? How do I open a dialogue that is constructive and helpful for everyone involved? Okay. This is a very difficult topic and it hits a little close to home for me because I've had to do this in the past. And the big takeaway from this episode is that it is very rewarding and fulfilling and it is very, very beneficial to talk to somebody, especially somebody who is in a position of authority over you in some manner to let them know how you're doing, let them know how you're feeling and to open up that line of communication. So let's talk about that today. And I want to make a little bit of a disclaimer before I proceed onward, is that your professor is, at the end of the day, a professional. And they are not your sister. They're not your friend. They're not your mother or any kind of close interpersonal relationship. At the end of the day, you may have that very close, intimate friendship relationship, but when they're in the role of a professor, they are an industry professional and they will respond according to the law. They have a legal and moral obligation to involve outside parties if they feel the situation is severe enough. So my best advice moving forward before I proceed on with the episode is make an educated call on what you want to talk to them about what you want to reveal to them about because if they feel like the situation is in dire need of an outside party they will involve possibly even the authorities if the situation is very dire they have a legal and ethical obligation as an industry professional to do so so moving on from there my best advice about this is to find a professor that you trust and you vibe with. So let's just say hypothetically, I'm struggling in one class with this one professor and I might not actually like this professor a lot. That's completely fine. You as a human being are allowed to have your favorite professors. And let's just say hypothetically, there's a class that I'm taking that I am having a mental health crisis in and that I'm struggling with. And I actually don't really vibe well with the professor. We're not really seeing eye to eye. We we don't really have that intimate closeness. That's completely fine. I would still go to maybe another professor that maybe is not on your schedule. Maybe you had them in the past. Or even, I would even go so far as to say, if you had transferred schools and maybe there's another professor from your previous university that you still have their email, you still have that close kind of relationship with, reach out to them because at the end of the day, a professor is a professor. They are working as colleagues in the same field of being an educator. So while it's a different school, while it's a different setting, they're still here to help you. 
as an educator. And if you have that close, intimate relationship with them, they do care about you as a student, but also as a human being. Reach out to previous professors you've had. If the professor you're currently having this mental health problem with in the classroom, if you feel like they can't, you can't reach out to them, still open up that line of communication. But I would first, the first person I would talk to is maybe another professor or another person in that environment that you trust. Go to them and ask what they think and give them your problem at hand, work work on it together, and then open up that line of communication. Figure out a tactic where you two can work out that line of communication together. Especially, I would say, this is especially true if, let's just say hypothetically, I go to a school and I'm taking a class with a professor that I'm not really jiving with, but in my same department or in my same um, area, there's another professor that I've taken and I do jive with this person. So I would go to him or her first, talk about it, because odds are the professor that I trust more is colleagues with the professor that I may not be jiving with that much. So they will help me navigate that situation, help me navigate talking to the professor that I don't feel comfortable with. And they're coming at it knowing this person on a colleague to colleague basis. I only know this person on a student teacher relationship. So having that other lens of like a colleague on colleague relationship really opens up the door and really opens up a lot of miscommunication because it's a colleague talking to another colleague, which is really, really nice. So if you still don't want to reach out to that other professor that maybe you don't feel comfortable with, you're not jiving with, maybe go to the professor you do trust and they can relay the message for you and they can be that middle person where they can navigate that space for you and help you. So that's my best advice because a lot of the times when students don't feel comfortable talking about their mental health, it really is like they just don't feel safe around this professor. They don't feel comfortable in this space. So to navigate that and to help it work in your favor is to go to somebody you do trust. Um, Ideally, it would be someone that you trust in the same school setting. But if it's not, you know, if you just need to talk to somebody that you do trust, I would reach out to another professor, um, someone that you have that relationship with. That's the quintessential thing. And my second bit of advice is that this is a very harsh reality, but people are people. Professors, while they're in their role, have to remain a sense of professionalism. At the end of the day, they are human beings with their own biases, their own fallacies, their own individuals with their own individual thoughts that may not align with your problems. So for example, if there's a student dealing with homophobia or transphobia, and they're dealing with these really transphobic bullying, or they're dealing with an environment where it's very traumatic because of transphobia or et cetera, anything that is a queer-related issue, there are some professors in the past where I didn't feel comfortable going to them because I felt like they wouldn't be understanding of that issue based on the way that they have previously talked about that in class. And that's something that me as a queer person, I'm very careful about because I think it's a survival mechanism for a lot of queer people. We're very nervous about that. So getting a feel of that room, getting a feel of that energy is very important as well. So go to someone that you do trust for that and understand that 
professors are fallible people. They do have to maintain a certain moral ethical standard while they're teaching, but at the end of the day that they are people as well with their own biases and their own issues that they don't fully understand. So a lot of the times people will come to me with a lot of disappointment. They're like, I feel like this professor, they didn't understand me. They didn't, they didn't understand for X, Y, Z. They didn't understand. And it discourages them. It discourages them from wanting to reach out to another professor. So that is a really sad reality. And I've been in that situation too, where I'm like, well, I don't get a very good feeling from this person. And it, is very nerve wracking because at this moment in my life, I'm trying to be vulnerable with somebody. I'm trying to have a moment of vulnerability. And if I don't get a good impression, I'm scared that I'm being vulnerable. And now it's a feeling of exposure, not trust, if that makes sense. So trust is the foundation. And understanding that that level of trust and intimacy is important. So my advice number three is once you do find that professor or once you are on that same page of, hey, this is where I'm struggling. This is what's going on. How do I navigate this space? And I've talked to actually a couple of professors on the subject. They love having these kinds of dialogues because it's very confusing on a professor's end. It's Honestly, on the professor's side, if a student isn't communicating, if they're just not turning in work on time, if they're constantly missing the deadline, if they're constantly, constantly falling behind, that, without any explanation, that's a lot to put on the professor. It's confusing without any context or any clarity to the situation. They cannot help. So reaching out and having that open dialogue they were more than happy to work with you. I have never had a professor who is not understanding of this situation. When I was having a severe mental health crisis, I basically talked to my professors and I asked for extensions. I asked for, um, can we be flexible with these deadlines? Can we be flexible with this within reason? Can we be flexible? Where can we be flexible? And where can we legally not be flexible? So. I asked one of my professors, I'm like, you know, I need to leave the room. Like if I'm having like a mental health problem, like if I'm not feeling emotionally well, I might have to leave the classroom and just walk out. I just don't want to disrespect you, but that might be something I need to do. And basically they said to me, yeah, that's totally fine. But keep in mind, this is a parameter. Like if you are late by 15 minutes, I have to mark you absent for the day. So that is their legal boundary that they've set is... I will work with you up to a certain point. So that's great though. Understanding those boundaries and understanding where we can let some things slide, where we can have some flexibility is really important. Understanding flexibility is quintessential and they will work with you to adjust deadlines because it's more frustrating. I've talked to so many professors on this and I've taught myself. It's more frustrating for me as an educator to get work turned in late for no explanation. But having that open line of communication and an early line of communication is important, which brings me to point number four. I'm a firm believer in preventative care. And I used to not be a firm believer in this. I 
used to be very quiet about these things. But if I know I have a history of mental health problems or mental breakdowns, I actually will swallow my pride and I want to make the professor aware of this situation before even the class starts. So when I was having my mental health crisis back in 2018, 2019, like January 2019, when I started up again, I know now after a year, I have a history now of mental health problems. So the very first week of class, I actually met privately with two of my professors and I said to them, hey, I just want to let you know that I am a hardworking student. I will do what needs to be done, but I'm letting you know right now, I have a history of like mental health problems and, you know, I could, it, I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm saying I believe in preventative care. And if I do have a mental health problem in your class, I will let you know to the best of my ability. And can we work on that together? And addressing that early in the relationship and establishing that boundary really helps them because it's like, okay, like we understand each other now and we, you have brought that to my attention early and I will keep an eye on that and I will keep that on my roster, on my mental roster, that this person might need an extension, might need a deadline. So it comes as no surprise to them if I did have a mental health problem, which I did. Um, about six weeks into my semester, I came to that very same professor that I told the first week of class that I might have a mental health problem. I said, hey, I'm not feeling very well. I think I'm having a mental health problem right now. And, you know, I let you know early on. So it's happening kind of right now in my life. How can we work on it together? Can we be flexible with deadlines? And they were on top of it, 100% on top of it. They handled the situation with grace and dignity. And they gave me every extension that I needed within the bounds of what they're capable of doing. So that's very important is I always stress preventative care. I always stress being as honest and open as you possibly can within your comfort as well. And my final bit of advice is, as I said, your professors are always here to help you, even if it doesn't seem like it. And even the ones that you may not trust, every single one of them has good intentions. They do. It may not appear it. It may not seem like it. And yes, I've had my handful of professors who I've personally felt were either homophobic or they didn't understand my issues to the fullest extent of their abilities. But it's never fully coming from a place of malicious intention. It's just coming from a place of a lack of understanding on the issues, a lack of education on their part on something like I'm just giving an example on a queer issue. It's a lack of understanding, a misinformation, their own personal biases. Um, so you want to find someone that you can trust. And it doesn't have to be on issue, on queer issue, just someone that you trust in general, someone that you trust with your individual problems, um, someone that you feel like you can turn to, that it sees eye to eye with you. So yes, don't be scared. And the first step is always difficult, is swallowing that fear and swallowing that pride. But have a good gauge for it. Make an educated 
um, decision on what you want to tell your professor, make an educated decision on which professor you want to come in contact with. Because once again, you are not limited to that one professor that you're struggling in the class with. You have other people in your life that love you. You have other professors that genuinely care about you on a professional and personal level. So um, yeah, that's all I have to say on that subject is I feel like me and Tammy joke about this so much, but I feel like our podcast has become very wholesome lately where we're really just encouraging our listeners and there's so much like validation in our podcast. Um, I'm, I'm not like sad that this is the direction we went. I'm actually quite happy that this is the road we went, that we became so wholesome, especially with my episodes. But um, yeah, I love you guys. I care about you. We want you guys to be well out there and yeah. If you have a lightning question that you want to give on how to talk to somebody professionally on this subject, doesn't have to be a professor, it could be your boss, how to open up that line of communication, let us know. We'd love to hear how you talk to your professor. We also would love to hear your experiences in school about talking with a caretaker at school, a mental health professional at school, a professor, a teacher, uh, a school nurse even, like, was there someone in your life, in your educational career that helped you along the way? We'd love to hear from you. So once again, this is Min Win with the Lightning Rod, and I'm signing off. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.